It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. on Blog Talk Radio. Let's talk first a little bit about the college football that's going on today. Not a hell of a lot going on today. Michigan and Clemson blew people out by like 50. Not very exciting. I'm watching this uh, Alabama-LSU game right now as we're talking. 7 nothing in the fourth quarter, five minutes left. Real, real boring game. This is, I guess, a credit to Coach O that he's got LSU playing well again, but I mean, shit, these games, this, this this goes back to like 09, 06, when these teams were playing like 6-3 games. This is boring, boring football. If you're an LSU fan, I mean, I get it. You're competitive. You're happy about it. But you're probably still going to lose this game, and it ain't good. I mean, your season's basically 5-3. and three. You're, you're kind of done. I wonder what LSU's going to do at the end of this year. They're going to bring Coach O back. They're going to go and try to get a Jimbo Fisher or a Tom Herman. Who knows? I mean, if I'm LSU, I love what Coach O's done. I love how he names the days of the week. Tell the truth Monday, turnover Wednesday, shit like that. Solid stuff. I mean, that's a guy that people want to play for. I like Coach O a lot. But if you can get a Jimbo Fisher or even a Tom Herman, now they're not joining the Big 12 and he's not going to get that gigantic bonus that he was supposed to get. I guess you got to try to get them, but you know, Coach O, he he deserves a job somewhere. I mean, that dude's a solid football coach. Ohio State's killing Nebraska. Uh, we got Washington going at Cal later tonight. That's going to be interesting. I think that's going to be a, a a real fun game. Washington's a hell of a team, but Cal's a tough place to play, man. They're a weird team. 
Cal can Cal surprises you sometimes. They're 500, but they can be better. Um, the one big upset we did have today was Texas A&M losing to Mississippi State. I don't know what in the fuck the college football playoff committee was thinking putting Texas A&M at number four. They got their asses beat by Alabama thoroughly. Um, you know, and now today they, they go and play Mississippi State. And Mississippi State just put it on them. I mean, that wasn't even close. Um, you know, you got to give the, uh, the the Bulldogs all the credit in the world, but I, I don't I don't know what what they were thinking putting them ahead of Washington. Washington has kicked the shit out of everybody put in front of them. I mean, the Huskies are a legitimate football team. Um, you know, undefeated in the Pac-12, they beat Stanford. They they went on the road and put seventy on Oregon in Eugene. Um, I, I think they certainly deserve that spot, and if they win tonight, even more so. But uh, that was really the only upset. Today was kind of a boring day in college football, really. Shitty matchups, blowout results, Florida State, NC State in a close game. I mean, where they got three losses, and NC State's kind of dog shit. I mean, they're talking about firing that coach there. They probably should. They're like 3-12 and 12 now at home in ACC play. Um so that's pretty much it for college football this week. There's not a hell of a lot going on. I mean, unless LSU makes a comeback here, that's pretty much all we got. Um, we got an interesting story here, and we're, we're going to talk a little bit about sports. We're going to talk a little bit about, about legal stories, too, because I, I am an actual lawyer. Um, I do have a license to practice law. I do pretend to be a real lawyer every now and then. Um, Interesting story out of Cambridge, Massachusetts. Harvard has suspended their men's soccer team season because they found out that the players on men's soccer team had made a list ranking the attractiveness of the players on the women's soccer team and assigning them various sexual positions based on what they thought they'd be into. Now, I'm not going to get into the Title IX stuff because, honestly, I don't know shit about Title IX. I I, I don't pretend to. Um, I get that, you know, we're in a politically correct age and women are empowered and it, everyone's supposed to be treated equally and all that stuff. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to bring Donald Trump up here, and this isn't necessarily an endorsement of Donald Trump, but when he got caught saying he was going to grab women by the pussy – he said it was locker room talk, and that's what this is. This is locker room talk. If you don't think that 18 to 23-year-old men sitting in a locker room talk about women's appearances and talk about rating them versus each other, and they're talking about sexual shit, then you are just delusional. I'm sorry. That's human nature. That's the way men are. It, it just is how it is. You get a group of guys together in a locker room, they're going to talk about women. It's, it's how it goes. And these guys probably share the same facilities with the women's team. They probably see them on an almost daily basis. Um, you know, it's human nature. The problem with this story is not necessarily, in my view, the ranking of women's appearances or anything like that. The problem with this story is that it happened at Harvard. If this would have happened at USC or Texas or the University of Georgia, or any number of universities around this country, it would have been just that. It would have been what Donald Trump said. It would have been locker room talk. 
problem at Harvard is these guys are too fucking smart for their own good. And they didn't make a talk. They felt the need to put pen to paper. And that's where you get fucked up. Because when you make a list, someone's going to show it to their roommate or their buddy in class or fucking ching chong bing bong sitting in their chemistry class. And that guy's going to go and tell someone else. And next thing you know, it gets back to the administration. And now you got a problem. You can't put this shit in writing. You talk. It's not locker room lists. It's locker room talk. You know, and, and Harvard, I don't know, man. I don't know if they had a choice in the matter. I, I, it feels excessive to suspend the entire season, especially because they had a top-ranked soccer team. This team was supposed to be like one of the top three in the country. If they won their next game, they were supposedly going to number one. Um, it feels a little excessive. It feels a little politically correct. You know, maybe if if on Tuesday we get President Donald Trump, he's going to make America great again. Maybe maybe some of this stuff will come to an end because universities have become just unbelievably politically correct. I, you know, I, I remember I went to college. College was the place where you went to learn things and experience things. The world is not free of you being offended okay we're all going to get offended we're all going to get shit on from time to time and the idea that you can just say i don't want to hear that it's a trigger for me i don't even understand what the fuck that means a trigger because you hear something you don't like you're going to go off the deep end get your fucking shit together i mean jesus christ i i, I don't understand any of this this is what men do all right and if people want to say otherwise, they're being ridiculous. I remember when that Trump tape came out a few weeks ago with Billy Bush where he said that stuff. I remember I was watching it as it broke, and I was watching CNN, and Jake Tapper was on. And he said even when he was a single man in his 20s, he never even dreamed of talking like that. Well, bro, you're a fucking liar, all right? I'm not saying I've ever said that exactly, but Jesus, man. Men talk about women. You get them together, that's what happens. You talk about people's looks. You talk about what you think they'd be like. It, it just is what it is. I mean, shit. People are so goddamn sensitive these days. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, I, I just think that Harvard may have gone over the edge here a little bit. And, you know, uh, hopefully this gets rectified at some point. But, you know, these kids, a lot of them probably there on scholarship. I don't know if that's going to affect their scholarship, but – you know, you, you, you shouldn't lose your entire season over something like this. I mean, but again, I put a lot of blame on these guys. You don't put this in writing because someone, someone on that team is going to be dumb enough to show it to somebody else. And that's where you get problems. You know, and I, I think if you're on that team, you've got to figure out who that dude is. You've got to figure out who that guy is. And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying you need to be physical with him, but that dude needs to be off that team because that's not, that's not being part of a team. All right, you, you watch football players, basketball players, baseball players. They're all talking about the team, the team, the team. You can't go and stab your team in the back and ruin their season and ruin everyone's entire season and have no consequences. They need to figure that shit out immediately. All right, next, because, again, I am a lawyer, we're going to play a little game. We're going to talk about some stories in the news that relate to legal issues and we're going to play a game called Guilty or Not Guilty. We're going to talk about the stories. I'm going to charge somebody in the stories with uh, a crime in my view. 
and we are going to decide whether they are guilty or not guilty of that. And as a guest in this segment, we have a uh, personal friend of mine. Her name is Lauren, and uh, she's going to join us now. Lauren, you there? I'm here. Fantastic. Great to have you on the Cowboy Rides again. How are you doing tonight? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I am spectacular. Oh, fantastic. All right, so we're going to play a little game of guilty or not guilty. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first story we're going to talk about comes out of Charleston, South Carolina. The mm-hmm. school board there had a uh, sex education class that was uh, going to be administered to middle schoolers, basically, you know, 11 to 13 year olds. And they mm-hmm. canceled it. And this caught a little bit of heat. And, um, you know, there were some things going on with what they were going to teach and what they were going to d- give to the kids. And so there's a lot of people on both sides of this. So I wanted to get your take on it. What, what are your thoughts? On canceling the sex education class? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it, my understanding from the from uh, reading about this a little bit, it sounded like uh, parents had the option to opt children out of the class. Is that correct? I think that was right. But then the school board stepped in and just said, we're not going to do it at all. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think that's cool. You know, I think uh, you give people the option, and uh, if they don't want the kids to do it, that's their choice. They can, you know, have them uh, taken out. But I think uh, that option should be available to people. I think if people. What, uh, uh, what grade were you in when you first had a sex ed class? You know, I got to tell you, I have zero memory of it. Uh, I know it happened. But uh, I don't. I couldn't tell you a thing about it. I don't remember well, when it was. I don't remember I what remember. it was talked about. I, I, my first sex ed class was in a health class in the sixth grade, and it was basically pictures of venereal diseases. There was a lot of mm-hmm. herpes pictures, the gift that mm-hmm. keeps on giving. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a yeah. lot of gonorrhea, things like that. And basically, because mm-hmm. it was back in the 90s, that if you mm-hmm. had sex with someone, you might get AIDS. Um, mm-hmm. But he, here's what we're going to do. doesn't sound very we're, informative. No, not super informative, but frightening. Um, mm-hmm. I am charging the South Carolina Board of Education with being ignorant hicks. And mm-hmm. before I give my opinion on this, I'd like to hear whether you think they're guilty or not guilty of that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the best part of the article, I thought, uh, was I loved how they said, uh, and I don't remember who said this, uh, but someone with the school board um, that they don't think middle schoolers are even thinking about sex. That's crazy times. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go guilty on that, definitely. Guilty, and here's the part that bothered me the most is when they said that this class involved games. Now, mm-hmm. I've got daughters and a son, but predominantly mm-hmm. two daughters. I will be goddamned if you're going to teach my 11 or 12 year old games about sex. I don't even fucking understand what games they are. What what is the game? Just a tip? You're taking that out of context because I, you know, I don't think they're teaching them sex games, man. Like you're you're taking it a little literally. I think they're saying they're using games as a tool. uh, Okay, so tell me what kind of games are they using? Information and to engage the children. 
but but what are the games? I mean, what kind of game can you imagine? I don't know. Teaching I mean, an I eleven or twelve year old class, maybe it's like sex ed bingo. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing there. Exactly, I mean, what are we doing? Like, which of these you know, can you get AIDS from? A toilet seat, a cup, or a dentist chair? Like, it's it seems maybe? to be ridiculous. I I just think I think the games are a tool to engage the children in the learning process because when you just lecture kids, especially about something like that, which, you know, kids probably aren't paying too much attention to, uh, I think, you know, that's just their way of engaging them. Yeah, I don't don't think they're, you know, playing like, I mean, I don't know any sexual games off the top of my head, but, you know, I don't think they're doing that kind of thing. Do you think they're telling them if you just put the tip in just for a second just to see how it feels, it's okay? I'm going to say in South Carolina, probably not. I don't know, man. I'm not okay with games. I will agree with you that when they said middle schoolers aren't thinking about sex, that's absurd. Because I can tell you from a male's perspective, oh, absolutely. You, you, you may be able to help from the other side here, that for the second you exit a vagina at birth, you're trying to figure out how to get back to one. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't, you know, uh, agree or disagree with that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'd say uh, middle school children definitely are uh, in that mind frame. Yeah, you're in puberty, man. I mean, you know, that's time of exploration. Like, all kinds of hormones going on and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Boners for the first time. Mhm. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. just crazy. That's just that's just crazy. Yeah, it's it's pretty spectacular. But I, I'm going to say they're not guilty of it just because of the games aspect. I don't I don't like it. I don't even, I don't like that you're teaching kids games about sex. It should be a pretty serious topic and and, and I, I again the only game I can think of is just a tip. And, and that I, I can't have that going to my kids. No, not my daughter. I don't think that's my son, I don't, my son that's fine. You're not you're not I think you you're you're mis you're misconstruing the wording on this. I mean I don't know that I am. I mean I, I think They're that teaching them games. They're using games as an interactive learning tool. Okay, so when you were 11, were you thinking about sex? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I All mean, right. not like, I mean, well, you know, on the reg. That's interesting. But, I, you know. Because it, it, it predominates my thoughts pretty much every six to eight seconds. I, I, I do not concur with that personally, but I'm sure that's normal for a lot of people. And I'm sure it's incredibly normal for a lot of middle schoolers. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, especially if you're not a prude. So I, I'm going to yeah. say not guilty. You're going guilty on this. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so a little difference of opinion. I'm, I'm pro South Carolina. You're you're a racist. It's all right. Um, next story we got is a Florida man, shocking, uh, committed a theft out of Walmart. He stole some oh, electronic wire that he was planning on selling on the street to bond his wife out of jail who had been arrested. Now, I'm going to charge this guy with being an idiot. What do you mm-hmm. got? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is ridiculous. First of all, the wife is in jail on a shoplifting charge. So this genius decided he was going to do the same exact thing to try to get her out. And from the worst Literally place possible. hours later. What was that? And from the worst place possible. I mean, you can't steal oh. from Walmart. Yeah, I mean, it's just absurd. First of all, did, and did you see him? Did you get a look at him? Of I mean, he I was did. spectacular. 
He's awesome. Um, what he I looks like a guy. What Walmart's going to do with the wire because he seemed to have uh, put it down his pants. I mean, are they going to put going back, that back on, the on the shelf? Because yeah, I don't want to buy wire that was in, I mean, anyone's pants, well, but especially this man's pants. I, I can see you from experience because, I, I, again, I am a lawyer. Um, Walmart is the worst fucking place in the world to sell from. They literally have Las Vegas-style security cameras in that store. Mm-hmm. It's not a blind spot. They're HD cameras everywhere. They will track somebody. Highest loss prevention people, these wannabe cops who are, are failures in life, but this is like the, the peak of their existence. And they will literally like track people and they have a, a cadre of deputies that they talk to literally on Secret Service style, like earphones. So no, they will follow you throughout the store. And Walmart. Oh, I, yeah, that's upsetting to me because I don't want to buy uh, pants wire. I mean, who knows? The, the, the man was so upsetting. Yeah, talk about herpes. I mean, you're definitely getting herpes from that wire. Oh, yeah. That dude's definitely got some shit going on downstairs. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say he's guilty of being an idiot for a different reason. Uh, the stuff from Walmart is bad. But when your wife gets arrested and she's in jail, that's a vacation, bro. That's, that's a vacation. You know, mm-hmm. these obviously don't have any money. And that's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. All she's got to do is answer her mail calls and say, baby, I'm working on it. I'm trying. I'm trying to find work. I'm trying to get money. You get a vacation, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. You don't, you don't bond a woman out of jail. Uh, maybe they were very much in love. I mean. They were married, so they're not. I just screwed that. I'm married. I'm very much in love. How long have you been married? Uh, three weeks now. They let her sit. There's no, there's no rationale for going in Russia to get her, stealing to get her out of jail, and now you're both in jail, and there's nobody to bond either one of you out. It, it, it's idiotic on all levels. Yeah, I agree. No, no argument there. All right, so we both have this dude guilty of being an idiot, just for different reasons, yeah. I think. All right, so well, the next I'm story on we board with, with most of it, yeah. Okay. All right. That, that's good. That's good. Gender agreement. Uh, the next story we have is a lawyer in Mississippi is suing Popeye's fried chicken no because <laughs> he ordered a meal that included a chicken breast and some sides, and he choked on the chicken breast and had to have surgery. And he is suing Popeye's because they included with his meal a spork but no knife. And he says mm-hmm. that it forced him to take larger than normal bites of the fried chicken, and thus he choked. I'm going to charge mm-hmm. him with being a caricature of a lawyer. What do you mm-hmm. think? Absolutely. Uh, this is ridiculous uh, on many levels. First of all, I would argue this would, uh, you know, I, I am not a lawyer, but this would be my argument. Um, the size of the food does not necessarily dictate its. Uh, ability to choke you is mm-hmm. my argument. People choke on grapes, uh, yep. on many small types of food. Uh, so I don't understand. My question is, why was this man unable to chew his food? Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, 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 shit happens, basically. That's, uh, that's kind of my thing. Uh, you know, sometimes you choke. 
Uh, I don't I don't see how that's uh, Popeye's uh, doing because they gave him a spork. Yeah, I mean, I, I got a couple of things on this. First, I, I've eaten fried chicken a lot in my life. I'm sure you have too. I've never mm-hmm. cut fried chicken with a knife and fork. I, 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 you always pick it up with your hands and bite into it. That's that's just what you do unless you're mm-hmm. a pussy. I don't know. I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. I pick it up and you bite into it. Second of all, mm-hmm. this dude's like in his 50s. Like you've eaten mm-hmm. a lot of food in your life, man. I, mm-hmm. How do you not figure out what bite is too big? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the next thing is you're eating at Popeye's, bro. Like, it, it, this isn't a fine dining establishment. Like, I, I have I mean, very little doubt. Should they that if have you provided you with a knife? It would have been a plastic knife. Of course, a plastic knife doesn't cut anything. Any he establishment that's anyway. giving you a spork is not giving you metal utensils. Yeah, absolutely. So you can't cut anything with a plastic knife, regardless. And again, I, I, I have no doubt that had he asked Popeyes for a knife, he probably would have given one. But mm-hmm. this isn't fucking Tavern on the Green. This is Popeyes. Mm-hmm. You go in there, mm-hmm. you're getting some chicken fingers or a chicken breast you're going to eat with your hands. Like, this mm-hmm. guy is the reason why people hate lawyers. He's the reason why I hate lawyers, and I am one, because it's absurd. Mm-hmm. This is, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was talking to, to my wife, Big Earn, and she brought up the woman at McDonald's years ago who, who sued for the coffee. And I, I took the woman at McDonald's mm. side because there is a standard for how hot coffee should be at commercial establishments. Yeah. And that coffee was like 40 degrees hotter. Now m- my mm. argument is if, if I go to Starbucks and I've been to Starbucks hundreds of times and I get a cup of coffee and it's always around the same temperature. And then all of a sudden I get one that is markedly hotter and I get a burn from it that I have to get treated. Well, that's on them, but mm-hmm. this is piece of fucking fried chicken just bite it like a normal human being and chew and chew why was he right, not chew. chewing the food into so that's the purpose of teeth is to break the food down into more oh. swallowable portions you know what i think you just brought up a great point and i don't think you even knew it he's from mississippi he may not have teeth oh I, well in that case uh you shouldn't be consuming fried chicken no no he may be gumming it and that may be the problem. No, I don't know. Then you know he should he should pick uh, different food food choices perhaps, but uh, hey, it's still not on Popeyes. No, then you I don't think know it's your on limitations and choose accordingly. Also, I mean, like I I just can't imagine a situation where you're choking on a piece of food that requires surgery. I feel like mm-hmm. when you choke, either it comes back out or it doesn't, and you die. Like. Mm-hmm. How does that require surgery? Like, what I don't what know. did must you do? Maybe a tear, a fucking a tear, bone? perhaps. I, I don't know. I don't know. We we didn't get that deep into it, but no, no. But I mean, I've eaten Popeyes before. It's all right. I, I prefer it to KFC, to be honest. I think KFC serves squirrel, um, but I, I, it's always been pretty tender. Like I don't I don't know how that's going to fuck my throat up. Mm-hmm. You, you ever I'm have gonna, Popeyes? I had it once at a rest stop, so I don't know if that's representative of the Popeye's chain as a whole. It's not bad. Um, it's not bad. Nice seasoning. It was all right. It Again, right. I prefer it to KFC. <laughs> don't get me wrong. It's no Chick-fil-A, but it, 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 I, I prefer I it to KFC. KFC. 
KFC I to me, I, I'll tell you what, I, I, I had a piece of KFC once about two years ago. It's the last time I ever ate it. I, I got a, uh, some chicken tenders for lunch, and I bit into it, and it was literally gray on the inside. Mm. And I just said mm. to myself, there, there's no chicken I've ever eaten that was gray. Yeah. I've had dark meat. I've yep. had white meat. Well, but gray is not a color you expect there. Yeah, no, you you know, uh, you bring up a, a point that, uh, and this was a while ago, so I'm not, uh, I don't remember all the details, but there was a story, uh, and I don't know how, you know, true it was or not, but I believe it was, it was a legitimate news story, uh, a woman went to KFC and apparently there was a rat tail uh, in her yeah. food, kind of fried yeah, up. Yeah, that sounds uh, right. One would think would might be gray. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. I think they're serving squirrel, rat, cat, whatever they can get their hands on at KFC. I think that's what they're putting out there. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm going to say this dude is definitely guilty of being a caricature of a lawyer because this yeah. is why people hate lawyers. Like, this is the absolutely. reason. Absolutely. All right, all right. Good yeah, yeah, on. absolutely, 100%. All right, next we got is a, is a guy in New York. He had run up almost seven thousand dollars in unpaid tolls crossing the port authority bridges and tunnels washington bridge the holland tunnel link tunnel gothels all that shit and he finally got caught and uh i i'm charging this guy with being a hero with being what a hero i'm i'm so happy you just said that because i was uh, that is literally what I thought when I read this, this man is a hero. They should rename one of the bridges after him, is my <laughs> opinion. They should rename a bridge after him is what should happen. And tunnels, because I have, and, and what do they cost nowadays to get over a bridge in New York? Oh, I couldn't even tell you, but I'm pretty It's sure like almost 20 bucks. Like 10 bucks. It's I mean, ridiculous. It's to go crazy. over, I think, I think to go over the Verrazano Bridge is like $17 now. Yeah. I mean, I, I think mean, about it. This guy's 24. He's 24. <laughs> Let's assume he started driving across these bridges at 16. Let's just let's go 16, which in, in New York is when you get your permit. That means in eight years, he's, um, he's amounted $75,000 in tolls. That is insanity. It's not yeah. even a lifetime. No, it's not. It's in a short time span. And, and I, I just think that, you know, people always talk about the, the prices of things in New York versus other places. And, and that to me is just fucking highway robbery. I mean, how are you charging Literally. me almost $20 to go over a bridge or through a tunnel? This guy, mm-hmm. it's like that Seinfeld episode where, where Newman got caught with the parking tickets and he was the cop's white whale. That's what this guy mm-hmm. has to be. Like they, mm-hmm. every Port Authority police officer had to have this guy on their radar saying like $10. Uh, you know, yeah. So I say guilty of being a hero because I think he's fantastic and he really oh, stuck absolutely. the man. But on the flip side, his life probably also kind of ruined right now because he, he runs a business and that's how they tracked him down because the, the truck he was driving was, was mm-hmm. titled to the business. He's got to pay all that shit back now, and he's probably going to lose his well, license but, unless he pays it. I mean, this is what I'm saying, though. I mean, this man's a business owner. He's just doing his job. Sounds, other than the aspect of uh, not paying his tolls, that, you know, upstanding guy, contributing. Yep. Uh, yep. 
How is a, how is a small business owner supposed to pay seventy five thousand dollars in tolls Over in a, a matter years. of a maximum of eight years? Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's obscene. I mean, you think about it, you know, New York, uh, for those of you who are not familiar, the tri-state area, people live in New York, they live in New Jersey, they live in Connecticut, and they commute. And if you live across the bridge in, in Hoboken, let's say, and you commute to New York every day, you have to cross a bridge or a tunnel, If you, especially if you have, like this guy, a job that requires you to have a vehicle. This guy's supposed to pay Forty dollars every day to to get to and from work—that's obscene. I mean, at minimum, I believe he owned a trucking company, so he was probably going back back and, and forth, forth more than once a day. I mean, I I think it's absolutely absurd. I don't know what can be done about it. Probably nothing. It's probably just going to keep getting higher and higher and higher. You know, and that's 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 why the cost of living is so goddamn high. I mean, but to be honest with you, you know, other places where the cost of living is high, like San Francisco. I, I don't remember paying that kind of money to cross the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. Like I, I, I don't remember paying double-digit dollars to cross that bridge. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know. The Port yeah, Authority is out uh, of control. Th- this guy is absolutely an American hero. This is what America is about. It's about sticking it to the man whenever you can and getting whatever you can get for yourself. I, mean, uh, um, I don't know that I necessarily totally agree with that description, but uh, regardless. Uh, wait, why not? Why not? What, what do you think America's about? Uh, I mean, I don't know that it's just uh, sticking it to the man. Well, well, I guess, yeah, you know, sticking it to the man is a good thing. Uh, you know, depending on the situation, I mean, it depends how much you're sticking it to the man. I, I guess. think whenever but, you can, uh, however much you can. Yeah, well, I mean, uh Let's yeah, talk about a, a personal hero. Like, a personal hero of yours, Thomas Jefferson. Hero of yours, isn't he? Mhm. Mhm. Yes. Yes, he is. Thomas Jefferson died broke. Didn't pay his bills. His mm-hmm. house went into foreclosure mm-hmm. when he died because he had so many debtors. But you know what? He lived the life of a playboy. He was the mm-hmm. first true American in my book. First true yeah, American. Well, he was but... going off, hanging out in Paris. He was buying also his houses incredibly. For those of you who haven't been to Monticello. It's spectacular. He's he built libraries. He he's got enormous an enormous house. He spent all that money, and you know what? Screwed over his debtors. That's an American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he did live the dream. He did live the dream. That's for sure. Um, on my many dream, levels. My, my dream is to one day win a lottery jackpot and write a letter to Sally Mae telling her to go fuck herself because she's not going to get mm. a dime of it because I'm going to do everything in cash. Does she even exist anymore, by the way? I don't think she does. I don't know who she was, but she's a real bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. But th- that would be my goal. I would have come to an obscene amount of money. I would just write a letter to them and tell them to go fuck themselves because I no longer need credit. I have cash. I don't mm-hmm. need you. Mm-hmm. Do what you want. Mm-hmm. Sue me. Whatever. I don't need you. Mm-hmm. Although, couldn't they, you know, get that anyway if they ended up suing you? I mean. Good luck getting cash under my mattress. I'm not putting it in a bank. I don't trust banks. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't there be some kind of record, uh, though, of uh, lottery winning? I spent it. Spent it all. I'm very reckless with my money. Well, I bet okay. it all on the right. Indians to win the World Series. You can go that route. Yeah, I bet okay. it on the I Indians to win that. the World Series illegally on the Indians. 
it. All right. Well, that's a solid plan. That's a solid plan. That's my plan. Unless the IRS, IRS, you, you can't listen to this earmuffs. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. So we're good. All right. So we're gonna keep you on the line because you're you're a good conversation. Uh, oh, so we're both you. guilty on that one, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. That guy is fantastic, and uh, yeah, that that should be renamed. Uh, I think uh, you know Gothel's Bridge should be. What was his name? I have no idea. Ramirez? Something. Something like that? Yeah, probably well, something Hispanic. They should rename uh, it after him. A lot of Hispanics in New York. But he's probably here legally. Probably a Trump fan. Um, all right, so the next segment we're going to do is one that's called Who's Bucked? Because this is Cowboy mm-hmm. Rise Again. Who who gets bucked off the horse? Who's done? I'm going to tie this into sports today, so you, you may not have much on this, Lauren. But uh, no. Texas A&M. Texas A&M is bucked. They they got their asses beat by Alabama last week, and then today they they show up and play Mississippi State and just got the shit knocked out of them. That team is mm-hmm. done. They were number four in the rankings. They're dropping way down, double digits, clearing room for Washington. The Huskies going to slide right in there. I mean, they beat Cal tonight. So Texas A&M, you can run that team. They were fun to begin with. Um, not, not a very good football team. They went to overtime with UCLA and Tennessee. And neither one of them is that good. So Texas A&M, they're bucked. Last topic we got tonight, going to be an interesting one. We got a presidential election on Tuesday. Mm. I, did a, I did a story today talking about the schedules of the presidential candidates in the next 72 hours. And it's mm-hmm. staggering. It is staggering to me. Donald Trump today hit four separate states. He's hitting six states tomorrow and five on Monday. He has 13 rallies scheduled between now and Monday. I don't know how this dude at 70 years old has the energy for it. Mm. I'm less than half his age, and there's no shot in hell I could do that. He doesn't. Should it be drugs? I don't think he does drugs. He says he never drank or smoked or did anything like that. I, I don't think he's, I don't think he's doing drugs. I mean, I, I, it wouldn't stun me if you told me like a year ago Donald Trump was doing coke. But like, I don't know. It, it, he just seems to have an enormous amount of energy. And I think he's a little manic. So that's he uh, is a little manic. Do you know how many rallies in that time frame Hillary Clinton is doing between now and election day? Uh, three. Four. Four. She's doing one each day, one each day. And I think, in my mind, it gives some credence to his claim that maybe she doesn't have the stamina for the presidency. It's a 24-7 job, and this guy's out there, I mean, busting his ass, and he's out, like, tweeting at 3 in the morning. I mean, I don't know when he sleeps. He literally – Do we know it's really him tweeting, though? I mean, I feel like it's him. It's pretty outrageous shit usually. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think Donald Trump turns his Twitter over to people casually. Like, I, I think he's kind of a controlling guy. Mm-hmm. And he's got rallies starting like 8 in the morning that go until like 10 at night. I don't know, man. I mean, what are your, what are your concerns about, about Hill Dog maybe? You got a little concern there? Um, I think there's medical issues, uh, definitely. I think, uh, you know, there's been some concerning stuff. 
And uh, I think there's definitely uh, more going on there than what we're aware of. Um, will it impact her ability to be president? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it, if it would any more than, you know, anyone else who's that age, you know. Uh, but I think overall, I think he's probably in better shape uh, is my suspicion. I think he's uh, in he, great shape. Seems, I don't think he's in he better shape than I He seems to be doing a little bit better in the health department, you know? Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, the thing is, like, they're, they're in a dogfight here. I mean, two weeks ago, I could have understood this, but you, you look at the polls that come out today and yesterday and Friday over, you know, uh, Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and New Hampshire, they're, they're tied in all these states. I mean, out in Colorado, mm-hmm. they're tied. I, it feels like he's in a dead sprint and she's just trying to crawl to the finish line. I, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think he's given himself a shot here. Yeah. I, it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Uh, I think uh, it's not clear cut at this point for sure. So it's, uh, it'll be exciting. Where are you on this election? Uh, you know, I mean, I don't really like either of them. Uh, I'm not really a big fan of either one of them. Uh, previous elections, I was pretty confident in my decision. Uh, this time, not so much. Uh, you know, I went back and forth a lot. Uh, I typically lean more Democratic myself, but uh, I'm not a big fan of her. I do have a lot of concerns, but... Um, I'm a little is afraid of Donald human? Trump. She, she's a uh, I mean, there's some concern about that. Sure, sure. But he kind of scares me. So, uh, you know, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I mean, he scares me a little bit too. But uh, I, I, the, the corruption with her is just off the fucking charts. I mean, she's just – she literally might be like the most corrupt person to ever run for president of the United States. Uh, that's that's possible. It's possible. But, uh, you know, here's kind of where I uh, stand on the matter in terms of uh, of that is that, uh, you know, say uh, she's elected and uh, sure, there's scandal and corruption and things of that nature uh, it doesn't personally impact me so much. Uh, whereas with Trump, um, I feel like there's chance for, you know, nuclear war. Um, and I don't want to wake up dead one morning. So um, I think. But if you're dead, you, you know, wouldn't wake up. So I mean, if you're dead, who cares? Well, I, you know, I don't want to like uh, wake up to like hellfire outside or anything like that. So uh, that's that stance on it. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of i i was i was on i was on the Trump train, then I got off the Trump train, and now I think I'm back on it. I I I, I just I kind of. There's a part of me that respects the fact that he just doesn't give a fuck. Like he just doesn't care. He says whatever pops into his head. Did you see this thing about this uh the the Jay Z concert she had last night in Cleveland? Uh I heard about it. Um what specifically are you referring to? She had a, a concert in Cleveland where she gave out free tickets, which is not abnormal for her. She she's got John Bon Jovi playing down in Florida. Katy Perry out in California, and they give out free tickets to whoever signs up first. Mm. And Mm -hmm. she was only able to give out, she only got 10,000 people to sign up in the Quicken Loans Arena, which holds about 22,000 people. And Mm -hmm. there are 10,000 people there. And Jay-Z took the stage, and Jay-Z dropped a lot of hard 
N-bombs and F-bombs. Mm. And she was standing on the stage when it happened. And mm-hmm. uh, she said nothing about it. And it all kind of went to pass. And Trump took the stage today in Tampa and said, you know, can you imagine if I was standing there and somebody had said those things while I was on the stage? I, I'd be, I'd be mm-hmm. killed for it. And he's right. I mm-hmm. right. The, mm-hmm. the media gives her such a pass. Can, can I ask you a question? Was Jay-Z saying these things in context of song or was he speaking? Yeah, I, I mean, let's, well, the N-bombs were in terms of song. He said the word fuck just talking to the crowd, trying to get them riled up. But mm-hmm. I, I, I can't imagine if Donald Trump had some sort of musician or artist out there with him and they used that language that it wouldn't be directly attributed to him. Because what his supporters say rallies gets directly attributed to him let alone somebody that he brings there himself to speak for him. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, uh, you know, that's wrong on both sides. I mean, uh, I, I agree with you that that would happen with him, and that's not okay. But I don't think it's okay in this instance either, you know, uh, to blame her, uh, you know, for not stepping in or whatever, commenting on it. I mean, uh, you know, that's Jay-Z, that's his thing, you know, whatever. And he can say what he wants, and uh you know, she doesn't have to account for that, I don't think. I mean, uh, that's, that's him. That's his, that's his deal. Right, let's do a little word association. Say the first word that comes into your mind. Hillary Clinton. Okay. Uh, woman. Mine is cunt. Okay. I wouldn't go that far. That's, that seems excessive to me. But I think she's an awful person. I think she's really awful. I don't I, think I, she's a good person, I, you know. I, I actually, I there's, there's a, a large person, part of me. But I don't think a lot of politicians are good people, you know. No, I don't think they're good people either. But there's a part of me that actually feels bad for her husband. Like she's, she's, and I'm not saying he's a saint because he's not. But can you imagine this poor bastard? He he got out of the White House in 2000. He's been living a fucking life. This guy mm. flying on a private jet, hanging out with billionaires and porn stars and God knows who else. And now. You know, he he's out of it. Like, if you've seen him on TV, this dude is out of it. Loves balloons, gonna, though. He does love balloons. He really loves balloons, which makes me think he's out yeah. of it even more. I, he's just but she's going to put him back in the White House under constant scrutiny. Everything he does is going to be watched. And you know he's going to die there. Like, I mean, the guy, I can't imagine he's got eight years left. Yeah, he's he don't look too hot either. He's going to die in that White House. And his life, the end of his life is just going to be miserable. He's going to be just taking shit from her day after day after day. He, yeah, you know she's insufferable. Him, like, you know, she's a difficult person to be around on a personal basis. Probably. I'd probably say that, yeah. And, and by the way, how about, how about Anthony Weiner getting involved in all this? Oh, he's a hot mess. He is a hot mess. That guy just needs to go away. I mean, really, he just needs to go away somewhere. He should leave the country. All right. Quick, 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 guilty or not guilty here. Anthony Weiner charged with being one of the greatest men alive. I don't know about one of the greatest men alive. I mean, he's certainly dumb as a rock. That is oh, the I... deepest learning curve I've ever seen. Okay. Let's um, change the charge then. Not one of the greatest men alive. Anthony Weiner charged with having some of the biggest brass balls around. Oh, Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Did you see yeah, that, that, the that documentary is, uh, that they did on him? It was called Wiener. It's on no. Netflix. Did you see that? 
It's I incredible. It's incredible. This guy really? was involved at the time of the documentary in two sexting scandals. He's got a wife, Uma Abedin, who is like Hillary Clinton's right hand. Okay, she's not some fucking suburban mm-hmm. housewife schmuck. Like she's oh yeah, educated need him, clearly. up there, and he talks to her like she's shit. He literally was saying to her at one point, like, "Are you ever going to get over this? Like, what, what, what's, what are you doing? Like, the guy has just yeah. got the biggest swinging balls on him mm-hmm. that I've ever seen. Yeah, I respect oh, yeah. the hell Absolutely. out of it." It's uh, well, it's concerning because it's probably at a very pathological level. Um, so you know, it's kind of upsetting. Uh, you know, that's a uh, man clearly does not learn. And the best part is, you know, he kind of made a comeback. Uh, yeah, he ran for mayor. I can understand if he was still like living under a rock in shame, and was like, "Hey, I'm just going to do my thing," you know. Uh, but he kind of made a comeback. People kind of like forgave him and kind of moved on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he just fucked it up all over again. That's uh, that's upsetting. <laughs> he did. He said that his son was a chick magnet. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that guy's brutal, man. Really, I mean, oh. he does. He what, just what needs you, to leave the country. Scale of one to ten, what do you give his uh, his sexting alias name, Carlos Danger? Uh, that's pretty good. I mean, right? That, it's pretty good. That is, yeah, it is pretty good. It is pretty good. I feel like if I was a woman and some guy sexted me and said his name is Carlos Danger, I'd be sending nudes all day long. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. I'll give him that. I mean, he did he did come up with a good one. That's pretty solid. Especially considering his real name is like the worst fucking name you can have. Oh, absolutely. Like Tony Weeden. I mean, really, this is probably all of his parents' fault. So. And, and, and while while we're talking about the election, just a, a little little bit of current events right here. Did you happen to see the? Uh, I, I guess people are calling an assassination attempt on Trump tonight. Uh, I did not. No, I did not see this. Is, is this his happened? last rally, his last rally of the night uh, was in Reno, Nevada, and um, some crazy person tried to storm the stage, and he was uh, Trump was rushed off the stage by Secret Service, and people in the crowd were yelling, "He's got a gun! He's got a gun!" And the people in the crowd actually tackled him before the secret service could get to the guy and the guy's been arrested and uh, Trump wound up coming back out on the stage a few minutes later and finishing his speech and uh, thanking the crowd for taking the guy down. That's that's pretty solid. That's pretty cool. You know, what would happen if, uh, if that had happened? How did they, how is that handled? I think Mike Pence would have to take over in that spot. I think that's what would have to happen. Like when, when Hill Dog passed out at the 9-11 thing, I, I think that, you know, the talk was that Tim Kaine would take over. I think Mike Pence would have to step in, which, honest to God, I think everyone in the country would vote for Mike Pence. Is that like an automatic thing, or how does that work? I don't know. To be, to be perfectly honest, I don't know. I think it would be the party's decision. I think they would have to vote on it as a party, but – I, I can't imagine you bring an outsider in when you've got a number two guy there who's been on the trail and has been out there. And look, I'd vote for Mike Pence or Tim Kaine over either one of these people. So. Oh uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, would other pe- I just feel like other people would kind of uh, reappear and try to challenge that. Or something. And I think I think you'd be right if we were like a month out, but we're literally like seventy-two hours. So I, I yeah, don't, I mean, what do you do? 
I think it would have to be Pence. And I, and I think he'd probably win in a fucking landslide because I think the people that love Trump would vote for him posthumously. And I think the middle of America would be like, hey, this guy's normal and he's not corrupt and he's not a lunatic. So mm. maybe he's the guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so maybe you're. Maybe he set it up. Oh, oh, maybe, maybe a little, consp- little conspiracy action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit just got deep. Yeah. Do you, th- do you think Hillary could be behind it? She's had people killed before. Uh, I, you know, I mean, no. No. Hmm. No. You I'm don't sound go- totally no. sure about that. Uh, I think you know it's always a possibility, but uh, I think. Uh, I mean, Trump's I rising in the know, polls. Like, yeah, but people like that, you know, they're very, um, they're very narcissistic. You know, I right, think they probably right. think they're going to win. She thinks and, she's got uh, this shit locked up. Yeah, I don't think they need to go to that length. Meanwhile, the only thing that might be locked up is her. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll see about that. That's possible. I mean, I mean, Trump said he's going to put her in jail, so. Uh, I'm getting uh, a source is uh, telling me uh, that, uh, yeah, a source. Breaking news. Breaking news. That uh, looks like a poll out of Iowa is showing 46% for Trump and 39% for Clinton. Oh, big win for the Donald in Iowa. Iowans love Trump. People that eat corn and grow corn love Trump. You know why? Corn is phallic. Trump's a dick guy. He leads with uh, a dick. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That is true. It is. It is very much so. And just, just, just a perk. Corn also appeals to women because it's ribbed for her pleasure. Oh, that's. Uh, you had to go there. Yeah. Yeah, I went there. All right. So, so you're you're your team hill dog in this. Is that where you're going? I think I have to be just because um, as much as I'm frightened of her in some ways, I feel like uh, it will less personally affect me. Um, and I'm concerned uh, for my safety first and foremost, always. So. Well, I agree with you. I'm a selfish person, but uh, I, uh, I, I also am a, a gambling man and uh, mm-hmm. I like to roll the dice. And uh, I think that maybe, Maybe the Donald. I, I think that there's no middle ground with Donald Trump. Either he's going to be an awesome president or he's going to let him get killed in a nuclear catastrophe. And that to me is mm-hmm. exciting. I, I feel like I'll be excited to wake up in the morning and see what's going on. So I'm looking forward to not being bored by politics. And uh, I think that he, he, he gives some juice to the country. I feel like people will respect us again because they'll know that there's a lunatic at the button. Yeah, uh, that's well. That is true. You know, people do. Uh, you know, he is a little bit of a bully, and uh, you know, people uh, might be fearful of that. So uh, that could be that could be a positive. Yeah. Just just a quick question. Here. Were you a fan of George W. Bush? Uh, I didn't mind him. I didn't mind him. Uh, you know, I think he. Uh, I could say certainly on a personal level, I like him. Uh, I'd like to hang out with him, definitely, because he definitely. seems Have pretty cool. Throw a few yeah, back absolutely. with him. He has a story. He seems, yeah. Oh, yeah. He Biden. seems very cool. So uh, on a personal level, I definitely like him. And, uh, you know, on a political level, uh, I think his heart was in the right place. Uh, and I, I think so, too. So. A lot of people didn't like him, though. How much would those people give to have him back right now? 
Oh, probably a lot. Yeah, probably a lot. I think he meant. I think he meant well. Um, I don't he think tried. he was a bad guy. He tried. Yeah, I, I think he did what he thought was right, and uh, that's respectable, you know. Agreed. Agreed. All right, Lauren. It's uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, oh, thank you. Great, Same here. We've got a great election day coming up on Tuesday. It's going to be fantastic, fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been. A- a great episode here. Make sure everybody tunes back in next week for the next episode of Cowboy Rise Again. Maybe we'll have Lauren. Maybe we'll have someone else. Who knows? A little surprise, a little mm-hmm. mystery. Um, but uh, thank you for listening. And uh, everybody, have a great night. American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see your glory flying There's a lot of men dead So we can sleep in peace at night When we lay down our heads My daddy served in the army We lost his right eye But he flew a flag out in our yard Till the day that he died He wanted my mother, my brother My sister and me to grow up and live happy in the land of the free. Now this nation that I love is falling under attack. A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back. Soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye, man, we lit up your world like a Thank you.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.